If you don't know already, I use an iPhone and a random socks that I found to record my audio logs. I used to keep my iPhone dead in front of me, thinking that it will capture the best. However, I have understood that my iPhone actually behaves like a condenser microphone, grabs all the noises and signals from the environment as well as me. I don't need to be like a dynamic microphone, you know those microphones that you see on the stages, that I need to be in front of it as close to it as possible to express or to speak as clearly and loudly as possible. It feels silly now, but when I saw this thing today, I have realized how nonsense I was and I could have just did it. But in the hindsight, I don't have any regrets. I like the fact that I have improved and learned from it. Basically, the simple trick is instead of putting my iPhone right in front of me, put it on a just certain angle, like about 20 to 30 degrees, just offset so that when I make those plosive sounds like P and B, they don't pop in my microphone and it doesn't create any unwanted and bad noises to you. So that's what I'm going to try today. Anyway, good morning to 5 Minute Thoughts. In today's audio log, I'm going to talk about how to speak better. I've already said this also before, according to Malcolm Gladwell and some research found after that, 10k hours or 10,000 hours is that magical number that allows you to, if you practice for that magical number, you would be able to master something. And that's how I felt. That's how I started. If I do this every day for an hour, I would be able to reach a point where I have a mastery of my voice, a mastery of my thought, and how I express what I am thinking. This reminds me of a beautiful conversation that I had with Helen. This conversation was, I am a very experimental cooker, or home cook, I'd say. I'll mix random ingredients, random spices, and hope for the best. I'll taste it. Well, I have this preconceived imagination in my mouth, what I want to taste, and then I go for it, and I build a dish like that. And Helen told me, why don't you just look up a recipe and take that as your reference and build on it, so that you don't have to have all these iterations to find what you want to do, but you can just take them and then fine-tune them for yourself. So I want to take the same approach for speaking better. Instead of putting these 10,000 hours and learning by mistake, which I believe still a great way to learn, but 10,000 hours, it's a long time away. This is not a shortcut, but this is, I would say, a help, a path, a framework that would help me to achieve that goal of being able to express my thoughts and feelings more fluidly to my loved ones. Not just loved ones, anyone else, to business partners, at work, at home. Just be able to express. I'm taking these points, these learnings from this Italian podcaster called Daily Cogito. 
on his YouTube channel called Rick the Fool. In this place, he talks about these five points or five, six points that helped him improve the way he speaks. Now, to give a big ground of him, it is something that I would like to achieve. And I realized I was watching his videos and thinking, where did I see these things? And then I realized that's what radio hosts do. So basically what he does is he records himself live and it is all live. He doesn't do any editing and he twitches, but not also that the videos, then he posts them on YouTube and the audio, he posts them on Spotify. That's something I want to do. I thought he was doing some heavy editing, but actually he's doing something that I really wanted to do. I wanted to improve my way of speech, my speaking tones, I guess, the way I narrate my thoughts instead of doing this heavy editing. So here are the points that he talks about. The first one, the most critical one, is to pronounce the word clearly. I have specific learning disability and one of the things that came up is me being able to read. I struggle reading because I struggle seeing the words the way they're written. I've realized that I have problems seeing black words or black characters on a white background with a yellow background, it becomes much easier for me. And that's what I have started to implement. So my learning of reading loudly is not at a high pace. However, I'm working on it. I remember this one particular moment. I was in primary school for the first time. All my classmates were able to read. I used to look at the book and I couldn't read. There was this guy called, well, I would say the name of his, his name in English. He had this weird um, double name called John Anthony, but in, in Italian sounds different. So John Anthony read or I read with him to learn how to read. And it was very surprising to me how he could read it clearly, whereas I couldn't. I was able to do other things like maths, like um, writing the answers that I had to, but reading was a challenge. So that's one thing that he suggests. Pronounce the word clearly, don't eat, eat your words, and try to be as fluidly as possible. And for that, do a lot of reading practices. Now, what else helps with reading out loud, but also reading in general, is that it helps you to learn how the author has organized their thoughts and how clearly they have laid down. A part or the most important part of talking is being able to organize what you have in you and then share them. But also with reading, you were learning different ways to say the same thing, the same concept, sometimes more artistic way. But if you don't want to go through that route, but there are other thousand words to express the same thing, it becomes less repetitive, less boring, more engaging. The other one is talk to the person as you would 
you know, sometimes we know, or at least in the modern days, as he puts it, in the modern days, many people have difficulties to concentrate and they're not good at listening things. Usually you would see many people that are watching YouTube video and they are doing something else. They're listening to a podcast in the background and doing something else. It is not their primary focus. But what he's telling is do it as if it is the primary product or the primary focus. And it is my responsibility as a speaker to capture the audience's attention. Even if they didn't have the intention to listen to us, but we need to do our best to capture it. Not because to try to advertise something to them, but because if you are able to express a thought where someone, even though they didn't have the intention to listen to you, but they put down their thing and listens to you, now you know. And he also tells, don't give this as your excuses. Think about it through. If the way you spoke didn't work out, okay, what didn't work out? Why didn't it work out? Let's be critical and let's improve on it. The next point he talked about is learning to speak is about re-elaborating someone else's thoughts. I sort of agree. For example, in this audiologue, I am re-elaborating, or at least I hope I'm re-elaborating the thoughts of him, where he got them from somewhere else through his own experience. But thinking down, I have to say that many of my thought processes, many of things that I feel and I think, are actually a collection of what people around me think. And it is very normal. Many people say that whatever is your salary is what is the average. It is the average of the five people closest to you. And that is because those five people and you tend to think in a similar way. So I guess it's about this bubble. But also what he points out clearly in his uh, podcast is that in school, they don't teach us how to re-elaborate our thoughts. It's more about um, writing down exactly what we have learned from the books without truly understanding and, and expressing to our way. Now, this is, I'm putting it last because I want to focus on it the most. This is a problem that I have. Speaking fast. And he tells you, take your time. I agree. Something that I've realized, if I have one minute to express something, I shouldn't speak fast and try to cramp as many information as possible. That way, it won't attract the audience's attention. That way, I'm just becoming a rapper. I'm not a rapper. I'm not Eminem. I'm just a normal human who wants to share their thoughts. I want to take your time, take my pauses and slow down. Actually, it's this is how you build your rhythm. You want to give those pauses, pick up the speed, slow down the speed so that the audience is engaging. It's not a still shot. It is some some way variation 
that actually keeps attached, keeps glued to you. And I have realized there are so many times that I speak, I speak so fast because I'm scared of speaking. I'm scared of sharing what I'm saying. But actually, if I organized my thoughts, I should slow down and speak slowly. Also, another video that I was watching, I can't remember the exact name, but the teaching from it was when we talk, and if it's not something that we're used to do, we tend to tense our muscles. And we tense, we find it difficult to express, to let our diaphragm open and share. I've realized while speaking to Helen, usually in the morning, my voice sounds very deep. Why? That is because my muscles are very relaxed and my brain is so asleep that it's still not ready to realize what is happening. So it is still asleep to stress about it and lets my diaphragm to open up and close, to breathe nicely and share. That is something that I want to be able to do. Take a deep breath, relax my muscles and slow down and share the thoughts the way I want. Take my pauses and then don't do any edits. Because in this audio log, yes, in the editing phase or in the post-production, I can get rid of things. But in real life, while I'll talk, that won't be the case. So yeah, these are the learnings. I have to thanks again, Helen, for pushing me to look at the recipe. So I have to say 10,000 hours, still something that I'm aiming for. I've only reached 10, haven't even reached 24 hours as a day. I guess I'll start looking more into these recipes and try to play out and see and try to find my voice, my rhythm, my pattern. Anyway, have a wonderful day. Bye.